Okay. We've got no one down for the intro. Does anyone want to take it out? I don't. I'll do it because um, Arthur's drunk. That's great. Hello and welcome to the British People Podcast. This is episode 12 and I am joined here today by... This is where you say your names. Jane. Arthur. Nice. We always do it at the same time. That was that was well done, people. And uh, my name is Steve. So who starts off the uh, the show today with their first item? It's me. Okay, cool. Great. Right. So today, we should just address when you say today. This episode. Like this morning. Oh yeah, Arthur very... is a bit sad because he had to wake up early. Well, he didn't even wake up in time. No, no, he didn't wake up in time. It was a fucking shambles, to be honest. We were supposed to actually start recording one hour ago. It's now 10 a.m. Yeah. That whole hour wasn't exactly my fault. No, okay, like 40 minutes of it was mine. A quarter of it was your fault. Yeah. And then the rest of it was Jane having technical difficulties again. I have a very elaborate setup here. I've got my laptop to read the agenda, which I had to copy and paste onto a Word document so my laptop didn't make a sound. I'm recording on my laptop. I'm speaking to you guys on my phone. I've got my wireless headphones. It's just a mess. It's this is this is what the show's about though. This is high end production. This is just this is the the high this is the highest quality you'll ever hear or get yeah. from us probably. <laughs> yeah. I think we should be commission more money. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or pay we should, well, more. Well, yeah, maybe maybe we should cut our pay so that there's more no, money for the show. I demand a studio. Yeah, we right. should get a studio. Are we ready? Shall we begin? Yeah. Shall I start the news? Yeah. So my news today is, you've probably heard about this. Well, I'd like to think so because I think it's quite big. Firm raises $15 million to bring back Woolly Mammoth from extinction. I haven't heard of that. Is that new? Yeah. You excited? Well, how are they going to bring it back? Aha, uh-huh. let me tell you. So, uh, let me just read you some of the article. 10,000 years after Woolly Mammoths vanished from the face of the Earth, scientists are embarking on the ambitious project to bring back the beast to the Arctic tundra. Now, the Arctic tundra, I think, is just a giant slab of ice. Um, The prospect of recreating mammoths and returning them to the wild has been discussed seriously at times for more than a decade. But on Monday, researchers announced fresh funding they believe could make their dream a reality. The boost comes in the form of $15 million, which is £11 million for our British people who are listening, raised by the bioscience and genetics company Colossal. Co-founded by Ben Lamb, who cares, a tech and software entrepreneur, and George Church, a professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School, who has pioneered new approaches to gene editing. So they want to do this, and what they've actually said um, is that they're not planning on bringing back... They want to bring, bring back the mammoth, technically, but what they make will not be a mammoth. Um, they're, this is a quote from them. Our goal is to make a cold-resistant elephant, but it is going to look and behave like a mammoth. Not because we're trying to trick anybody, but because we want something that is functionally equivalent to the mammoth that will enjoy its time in minus 40 degrees and do all the things that elephants and mammoths do, in particular, knocking down trees. 
So excited? Yeah, but don't they like ice? And aren't oh, we in the middle of like a global warming crisis? Yeah, but the tundra's still frozen. Yeah, but for how long? I don't know. At this rate, it's probably going to be another ten years, isn't it? And it there's actually something else in here which tells you about um, it's it actually takes ages for an elephant to actually mature. Um, so it takes twenty two months to gestate. So an elephant has to be pregnant for twenty two months. It's going to take two years straight away for it to even be born, and then it takes thirty years to mature to like get to adulthood. So which is absolutely mental. It's going to be a child when it starts to drown. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the tundra, in physical geography, tundra is a type of biome where the tree growth is hindered by low temperatures and short growing seasons. So there are trees and stuff there so that they can eat them and push them over. It seems a waste to just um, spend 11 million quid on making something to push trees down. Do they need them to push the trees down? Is that what they actually need them for? Is there a purpose to this Hello? thing being built? Oh no, I think I've been disconnected. No? Let me rejoin the call. Is it cut out? Oh no. I'm rejoining the call. He's, yeah, he's, he's left the call. He's back. What was the last thing you heard from me? Uh, I asked you, is there a purpose <laughs> to them being made or built? Oh, uh, that's that what I. That's what I, uh, I was talking throughout, so you might have, some the uh, producer might be able to edit that out. Oh, okay. Why would she edit that out? She probably just leave it in, and we'll just be here mindlessly. What is he there? <laughs> People, are, yeah, like what the fuck, huh? Oh no, I've been disconnected from the call. Yeah, that's what you're here. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, I I was I was just saying. Um, to myself, whilst you guys were somewhere else in the virtual world, that I think it's a bit pointless to pour 11 million quid in making an elephant that pushes trees over in a cold place. Mm, same. I can't think of... Unless they were bringing back something exciting, like a saber-toothed tiger, that you could probably go see. Um, what? A hairy elephant isn't... You only want it brought back if see, you I can think. like make it a tourist attraction. Well, how else are you going to fund it? How else are you going to keep it alive? But what's his purpose? Like, why are they doing it? Why not just leave it? Because they can. I hmm. yeah, I I don't see the point in this. I'm still. It's just a room full of millionaires that have got together and gone. You know what? We should bring the woolly mammoth back. We've got enough money, and then they've just gone. All right, then let's do it. And then that's how it starts. It's just a feat, isn't it? It's like oh, we brought mm. back the woolly mammoth. Mm, it's annoying but i'm i'm not i mean it's exciting news that someone wants to do it but i don't think they should do it really no. especially like if you bring a mammoth back what are they going to be the repercussions in nature send in your comments because my hosts don't have a fucking clue well, I was just, you know, we get a lot of talking over each other so I was just letting Arthur take the stage. She hasn't said much. The thing is, I wait for you two to like, sort of talk about it, see if I can make more sense of it or understand it. And then by the time you two have said what you've said, I've forgotten what the original thing was about because you go on about the Arctic tundra and I'm like, what? So 
What's the main purpose of this article? Are you kidding? The news. They're bringing back the woolly mammoth. It doesn't really get more steamline than that. Right. Who's they? Colossal, a company. Right. Um. It's probably possible. I don't know where they'd start. Because didn't they do a sheep once? I remember learning about that. They cloned a sheep, but they're making a woolly mammoth mm-hmm. here. Sorry, that's the equivalent, isn't it? Oh, no. No, it's not. No. Yeah. Um. I don't see the point in it, really. I don't. And I, the, the only thing I can think of is... The... Uh, what do you call it? Ecological balance between... Like you bring a woolly, a woolly mammoth back, what does that start fucking up for what we've got alive now? And then goes downhill from there. I can't imagine it would have a good life if it was brought back anyway. No, because they brought it back just to shove it in a minus 40 degrees place. Well, mm. they said they wanted to build something that would enjoy that. I know, but does anything that does a polar bear actually enjoy being in the freezing cold? I have no idea. This is going into something else now. I have no idea what the animal is thinking. Maybe we should get one on the show to interview mm. it. If there are any polar bears listening, send, uh, our, send us a Now this email. is just getting into nonsense. <laughs> well, come on then, talk. I did. <laughs> Give me your ideas. That's all I have to say on the matter. Why are they bringing it back? What's the purpose? You know, bollocks. Will it be male or female? Oh, good question. Will it be able to reproduce is another question. They'd have to make two. Well, there needs to be two of them. Because yeah. uh, isn't there like a... Is it a liger, which is a tiger crossed with a, a lion, but it can't reproduce? Because every liger is is sterile. Mm. Yeah. Nature won't allow it. I think that's a man-made cross, and it's like nature's like, nope, you ain't reproducing. Mm. Fact. We ready to move on? Yeah, who's next? That's me. So we've got Jane next for society and culture. Yep, this is the one host personal segment that we switch between hosts every episode. And this week is a segment that was suggested by a listener called Jason in our listener feedback episode. So his original email was. I was thinking you could do like a top Trump style game where one host gives the other two a selection of fish names to pick from to compete against one another. And then after which they've picked, the first host will reveal which fish is the better catch with some cool information on the fish. And whoever has it wins. Now this is exciting. Yep, so it's fish top the fish top trumps. Try say fish top trumps really quick. Fish top trumps. You just said fifth top trumps. No, I didn't. Do it again. Let me try it clearer. Fish top trumps. I think it's hard. Have a go, Arthur. Arthur, where you at? I think he's falling asleep. He's still Jeez. drunk. No, I'm, I'm missing. Um, okay. Fish top trumps. Yeah, see, it's quite easy. It must just be my yeah. mouth. <laughs> okay, then. So, have we got fish to choose from? You have pulling it up now. I had to like properly research for this mine. I, be, I bet you did. Hang a bell. Yeah. I've already found a problem. Uh oh. Why? Do you remember that music segment I wanted to do where I'd like do the song of the week or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. You want to hum And it. you had to go because how would it work on podcast because of copyright issues and recording and 
um, what's her name, emailed in Mary saying we could hum. I don't know how this is going to work on a podcast because they can't see the top trump. Yeah, but there is no picture. Or is this the bit where you explain now it's going to work? No, no, the explanation's already happened. Yeah, you just went listening, so catch up. Right, I'm going to tell you three names of fish, and then you two are going to pick a name each, and then I'll have whatever's left. And then we're going to pick a category, and then whoever has the most in that category wins that round. Exciting. Come on, let's let's go. Give us the fish. So we have the rainbow trout. Okay. Sockeye salmon. Right. Or etmopterus lelai, which is a lantern shark. Okay, can we know the categories as well? The categories are lifespan, weight, and length. And uh, size. Are we picking a category now and then a fish? No, you're just picking the fish and then you've got to like take into consideration. Okay, I, w- I want the shark. Okay, you're going to have the shark. What do you want, Arthur? What were the options again? Uh, sockeye salmon or rainbow trout are left. I'll go for the salmon. Okay. So that leaves me with the rainbow trout. What category should we do? Should we go for lifespan or length? Weight? Lifespan. Okay, we do lifespan. So the rainbow trout has a lifespan average in the wild of four to six years. 46 or 426? 426. Okay. The sockeye salmon, which has a grey head and pink red body, and it looks weird as fuck, has a lifespan of three to five years, so you lose. And then the lantern shark has a lifespan of 20 to 30 years. Hell yeah. So Steve wins that one. I knew I'd win that one. That's why I chose those. Oh, Lord. Yeah, this this isn't a very riveting segment I'm finding already. But I'm enjoying it. I won. Brilliant. Well, I mean, we're going to do more, aren't we? Because that took ages to research. We're not just doing one category. No, we're do- we're doing a couple. No, oh, okay, cool. You guys just need to wake up a bit. Get excited about your fish. Whoop whoop. Okay, so do you want to do length or weight? Weight. Weight. Okay. So, Steve, the weight of your lantern shark is two pounds. That's very light, isn't it? It is, yes. I'm a kilos man, I don't know what that is in. Is it 14 pounds to a kilo? I've no idea, but it's light. I wanted to throw you off with the name of a shark, so... It's a teeny tiny little shark. Seven I think it's 16 ounces to a pound. Seven it's nearly a kilo, yeah. Oh God, that's tiny. Yeah, it is. And it looks really weird. It looks dead. It's like found from thousands and thousands under the ocean. It is found nearly 1,000 feet below the Pacific Ocean off the coast of Hawaii's northwest islands. A 1,000 feet? That's probably why it has a, a long lifespan. No one can find it. <laughs> yeah. Just no one knows it exists. Google it. It is. It looks dead. It is bioluminescent, so it glows in the dark, which is cool. Wait, is that that thing that hangs as the light that hangs from its head? No, no, that's that's something else. Oh. Oh no, I think I got this wrong. What was it called? I've just typed in lantern shark, but it's given me a dwarf one. 
It's called Et Mop Turus Lely. Et Mop. Oh. Lely. Talk amongst yourself. Yeah, while so L A I L A E. Off air. But, um. <laughs> you just talking. I'm trying to address the listeners. I want to see my fish, man. I want to see what's winning. We can do this after the episode. Yeah, but I ain't going to remember what it's called. I can't even find a fucking picture of it. It will be in the agenda. Oh, it looks dead. Yeah. It does look dead. It looks like it's been gutted. God, that looks weird. Everything that's it deep does. sea, though, looks really weird. I do find that fascinating, how weird it looks when it gets really deep under sea. It was discovered 21 years ago, by the way. God, that's quite new, then. Yeah. It's a new fish. What category are we on? Oh, wait. So, wait, yeah, yours is two pounds. That. For sure. I've lost that. Sockeye salmon. Yours is five to fifteen pounds, so you still beat Steve. Yeah. And mine, the rainbow trout, is eight pounds. Fucking hell, the trout has won. Has it? Well yeah, so... the other one was five point five, wasn't it? No, five to fifteen, so I mean technically oh. Sockeye salmon wins that one. God damn it. I can't believe a shark has lost in weight. Yeah, I wanted to throw you off, see. Yeah, I was, I'm a bit gutted now. Mm. Fell for it. <laughs> Can we do the last category as well? Yeah, yeah, last category. Okay, so this is... What is this? Have we just done all three already? No, we've no, done we've lifespan. Length. Yeah, we've got length left. Oh, Okay. So mine, the rainbow trout, is 20 to 33 inches long. Whoa. Yep. The sockeye salmon, which is Arthur's, is 24 to 33 inches long. So he beats me. And the lantern shark is less than a foot long. Arthur, you've got the big one, mate. You've got the biggest one out of all of us. So I reckon sockeye salmon... Has won that because he won two rounds. You must be proud to have the biggest and heaviest one out of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Many men would be proud of that. I don't know much about fish, really. Um, <laughs> oh. I used to go fishing as a kid with my dad, but oh yeah, um, I never really caught tadpoles. Um, Right, he's just skimming straight over it and wants to talk about it. Yeah, How did it. you get to tadpoles? Just because it's like in water. I don't know. I used to, to go down to the river with a net and um, catch them. Uh, no. But that was that was good, Jason. Was it Jason? What? Yeah, it was Jason. That was Jason's suggestion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It doesn't really work on a podcast. I'm going to have to Google these fish later after the show mm. to see what they look like. Um. But yeah, the cool interesting fact about each, fi- each fish was the rainbow trout have a multitude of different coloured scales, the sockeye salmon have a grey head and pink red body, which I've already told you, and the lantern shark, I've already told you all those as well, that it can glow in the dark, so it's bioluminescent, found nearly 100,000 feet under the Pacific Ocean and discovered 21 years ago. 100,000 or 1,000? A thousand. Okay. I Did I say a hundred thousand? I thought you said a hundred thousand and I was like, oh, okay. how fucking deep is that? I can't even like think. It's always difficult to imagine big numbers. Mm. 
Whenever says yeah. someone says like, imagine like a billion of something, and it's like, I can't. Yeah, I guess. I suppose I just categorize it as a lot. <laughs> yeah. If I said to you like, imagine a billion chairs, there's no way you could think of like how big that would even be. Do you reckon there's a billion? There, there must be a billion chairs in the world, mustn't there? There's got Definitely. to be. There's got to be at least a billion chairs. Yeah, because there's a, yeah. How many billion people are there? And every person must have their own chair. Half the population must be in like modern civilization. Half maybe in poverty. So yeah, there must be at least three billion chairs. God, that's a lot of chairs. That is a lot of chairs. Are we gonna keep that in? Well, we're making up conversation, seeing as you're asleep. Well, I mean, I don't know. The producer keeps in everything. What, what, what am I supposed to add to the chair conversation? I think we've covered chairs then. Yep. Arthur, what's your dislike for this past two weeks then, as we're moving on to the next section? Oh yeah, this is the um, this is the section where we choose a dislike or a like from the past two weeks. Um, mine is again. I I'm I'm still a bit confused with this section because. I don't know what anyone's meant to take from it, who's going to care, but I've got an ingrown toenail. Um, so well, I mean, dislike. yeah, I mean, not really many people want to know about that. Well, I was, I was running out of ideas. It was either that or the weather, but I kind of like the weather. So. I know, oh. you're a bit weird with the weather. I mean, but, I don't think many people enjoy this weather. I could be wrong. Um. I just like the... Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah, I've had a bad toenail that's got infected and pretty painful, yeah. Um, But it's sort of... It's all been sorted now. So, yeah. As always, I like to sort of give a a point and it'd probably be to anyone listening, don't pick, bite your nails. So uh, you're biting your toenails? Well, no, no. I bite my nails like my tan nails but um but don't bite or pick nails anywhere cut them properly and look after them i guess is it because you picked it and that's why it's ingrown um i think what i've done is is weird because i generally don't know when it happened because it was like one time one day my foot was fine the next it wasn't and it must have been when i picked it and I've sort of picked it as it's kind of gone down the side. Oh, no. So, right. you know, if you follow, like, the contour yeah, yeah. of your nail... Because you're supposed to cut them of... straight, aren't you? Yeah, 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 pretty much. You're supposed to um, cut them or um, trim them straight across, whereas I've picked them and I've kind of gone deeper and deeper because as you pick, you go further down the nail. Oh. And somehow it's not grown back properly. Um, but um, I've sorted it now, but it's just still a bit painful, but, yeah. I bet it kills. Yes, it's not great. Jane, what's your like or dislike? Um, eco slash plastic free deodorant. Oh god. I always eventually buy one because I think, oh, that looks good. It's probably better for my skin. And then I get it, and it just—it's just like a big gooey mess on my armpit. It gets on all my clothes, and then you can't get it off. It's just like a white gloop. Nice. I just think, yeah, just put the normal deodorant in like a cardboard packaging or something. Just. I think they do oh, do that. Just... I haven't seen it. 
Um, it's always plastic. If I see the advert, I'll send it to you because I'm pretty. I'm, I'm. I'm sure I've seen something like that. What normal deodorant? Like not like an eco-friendly deodorant. It's like eco-friendly, but it's like roll-on, but it doesn't look gloopy. Oh, okay. It's just, but I always find they don't dry. They just, you know, it's like putting butter on your armpit. <laughs> Maybe you should just try doing that from now on. Maybe that's what they're selling you. It would probably be as effective. I mean, it didn't even work the last one I used. I, you know, it smelled like onions. It was ridiculous. Like onions? Yeah, you know, B.O. smells like onions. What the fuck? No. What does your B.O. smell like? I don't know. It just smells me. I've been told that mine smells nice. <laughs> you guys had a go at me for my dislike being disgusting. This is pretty... Yours was, this is pro- yours was like... Yeah. Toenail stuff. I didn't go into detail. I just said yes, what it you was. Did. Yeah, this no, is. I didn't. This is just armpit-related stuff. Yeah. yeah. This is what the listeners arm. want to hear. Uh, what rubbing butter in your arm disgusts you? Just have normal deodorant. Just put it on. Do you use spray deodorant? Yes. I use roll-on. Uh, same. Oh roll no, because I have armpit hair. That would just get matted. Like what? What? How fucking hairy are your armpits? Pretty hairy. Really? I'm quite because lucky. The whole I, have, pit. I have barely any hair on my body. Well, if I put anything near my armpits with that was like that, it would just mat it. Fucking hell, man. You must be able to like make dreadlocks, put it in a ponytail. Well, it's just uh, average armpit hair. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fairly... Uh... Lacking in the hair department, so I can use roll-on, which is much better than spray. Well, I shave my armpits, so I really don't have the matting problem. Yeah. Listeners, okay. uh, let us know your armpit hair situation. Let us know how long your armpit hair is. Yeah. Is it Just long? Give us an is email. it short? Is it dense? Or do you, do you trim it? Do you spray? Do you wipe? I don't know. Wipe. Email in <laughs> BritishPeoplePodcast at gmail.com That just sounds like an advert that went wrong. Yeah. That could be our jingle. Yeah. <laughs> Armpit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's my turn. Right. So, uh, my like is I bought a dishwasher and I love it. It's the best right. thing I've done for the house. Any, you know... Thing in particular about it? Was it a good deal? It was was a good deal, actually. It was a good deal because I bought it and I don't think it was on sale. And then I went on the next day and for some reason the price had gone up by 70 quid. Oh, that is a good deal. So I was like, yes, I won. Yeah, little wins. But how much was it? So I paid, what did I pay? I think I paid 380. And I went on the next day and it went back up to 450. Well, I didn't really know the average price for a dishwasher. Well, I. Gives me some uh, context. Obviously, I rang my mum out of excitement. um, And uh, she said, that's really expensive for a dishwasher. But I couldn't really find any Uh. cheaper. Well, not. I wasn't looking for the cheapest or the most expensive. I was just looking for one that had, like, good reviews and stuff. And Mm. that seemed to. be the average price for like a well-reviewed one that's good i mean if you say you love it already oh, be a good one I bloody you know love a bad it. buy when you get it yeah yeah you do well it was sort of a bad buy 
as well because I had to then pay a plumber to come and fit it in because I paid for installation and the guy just turned up to the house and was like, we can't fit it. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I had to call oh. a plumber out, pay him 60 quid to come put a special pipe on a pipe so that you can connect my dishwasher up. Mm. Man, that's, that's more simple than I thought it was going to be. I thought you meant you had to put like a whole new system through your walls or something oh i would have i would have cried if that i don't i just i'd have just sent it back and had to wash everything by hand yeah like i've been doing for the past five years Mm. i do that it's fine oh no we use loads of plates though because we got the parrots we got the dog she uses bowls the parrots use their plates and bowls and they've got their food bowls we all the time you're going to put the pet's food bowls in the dishwasher with your other bowls? Well, yeah. Dog food bowl. Well, it's just the same as having, like, I don't know, like a steak dinner on a plate. Mm, I suppose, yeah. Mm. And it's got mm. a special setting that if you press it, it sterilises everything in the dishwasher. Oh. Isn't that what all dishwashers do? Isn't that the whole point? I'd have thought so, but apparently not. This is special. Nice. Like, it like steams everything, so it's all disinfected. Well, congratulations on your dishwasher, Steve. Thank you. I am very proud. Entertainment section, is it? Entertainment. Over to the man. All right. Um, yeah, so I've been stressing a bit about this section because, as you know, in the past... I've got it wrong, um, so I hope I've got it right. Um, this week's or past two weeks entertainment news is to do with the premiere of the new James oh. Bond. Oh, okay. I heard premiere. I thought it was going to be football. No. <laughs> Thank God it's not football. Mm. Um, this was from Sky News because it was the first one that came up when I typed in entertainment news. Oh, lovely. And it came out on the 28th of September, so it's fresh. I'm just going to wait for this bus to pass. Hold on. All right. Okay, so <clears throat> headline. No time to die. Royal sparkle at James Bond premiere as Daniel Craig greatly real, relieve, uh, relieved. New 007 film is finally being shown. Um, so I don't know if you get it in other countries, but over here when a new film comes out in the UK... We have a premiere where it's the first night of the showing, usually at oh one of the God. biggest cinemas in London, and everyone turns up. You think that's exclusive to Britain? I don't know. I don't go abroad. I don't know what they do. I think they do it in Leicester Square, don't they, in London? Well, if I read the article, it might tell us. Shall I read? And then and then we'll get your thoughts. Let's just get the article out there, and then let's just we can have a chat about it. Mm-hmm. A few questions I'd like to ask. Um... So, yeah, several healthcare workers and members of the armed forces were joined by the Prince of Wales, the Duchess of Cornwall and the Duke of Duchess of Cambridge at the world premiere at the Royal Albert Hall in London. So there we go, that's where it was held. Um, senior royals joined actor Daniel Craig and tennis star Emma... Ruck- I don't even know how to pronounce her surname. Um, I don't know why she was there. She's a tennis player. I don't know what that's got well, to do with it. Well, give it a film. go. But, um, what? Give her surname a go. Emma Rad Akan. Right. That's the that's all I'm gonna say. 
So she was there. Um, Daniel Craig told Sky News that he was greatly relieved that the new 007 film, No Time to Die, is finally going to be shown in cinemas. It also happens that my friend has bought us tickets for us to go see it Thursday night, so I will be seeing it. Oh, that's um, cool. The last James Bond film I saw was... Is it Quantum of Solace or Casino oh, Royale? Oh, i got to go. Oh, oh, yeah. I haven't seen any of them, but okay. Steve did mention this off-air. He's got glasses coming, so he had to nip off to get the door. Yeah, and then Arthur asked what they were going to be for. I don't know. People have glasses for different needs, don't they? Yeah. I've got glasses for astigmatism, which means there's nothing wrong with my eyesight. It's just they're shaped weird. There's a life lesson. Do not go to bed with damp hair because you will get pneumonia, which will then give you astigmatism. Hmm. As you can tell, me and Arthur have riveting conversations when Steve leaves the room. It's because we're a, a three-way act. You know, we, we, we don't work... Oh, a third. What? We don't work a third. No, we don't work without... Yeah, like if it's just two of us, it's just not the same. Well, I mean, me and Steve can hold a conversation when you're not here. That's fine. Hello, I'm back. Hello. I'm out of breath because I ran up and down the stairs. So where were we? Doing the podcast. Um, Yeah, so there was a tennis player there. Um, Daniel Craig basically goes on to say that, you know, COVID has delayed everything and it puts it into perspective and he's relieved that the film was made. And of course, this is his last one. For people that don't know, he's been like the the James Bond character for what the last three, four films. I think um, so. Yeah, I haven't seen them. Easily like ten mm. years. You are. They're pretty good films. I do. I do enjoy them. So there's um of course there's conversation of who's going to be the new James Bond. There's a lot of celebrities that want to get involved. I don't know if they're serious or not. Um, Who do you think yeah. should be the next one? I, I think Tom know. Hardy would make a good James Bond. Mm. I don't know. It's difficult to say. Let's move on. Well, if we move on, we're wrapping up. Yep. Um, that's the end of episode 12 of the British People podcast. If you've got anything you want to say on the news coverage we've covered today, you can give us an email on... Uh, British people podcast at gmail.com that's all one word British people podcast at gmail.com or you just want to say hello and that doesn't even have to be about this episode it can be anything suggestions like Jason's fish top trumps which weren't really that much of a trump what what um is that just what you say at the end of sentences sometimes what 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 so you know we do take your um feedback into consideration and any ideas that you think could work on the show yeah get involved i guess um until then i need to go and put my toe what put your toe where
Hello. Sorry. <clears throat> what happened there? Trying to not be sick then. <laughs> We're never doing this in the morning again. This is ridiculous. Like we've all sounded. I'm never dead. doing this hungover again. Steve sounded a bit enthusiastic. I'll give that to him. But Ooh, I love God. the mornings. I don't. I love mornings. Saturday mornings, fucking ace. Recording day, even better. After the week I've had, even better. Bad week. No, I had a good week. Everything's just oh. like. Everything's fucking hilarious to me at the minute. Just things. Well, happening. you did get that dishwasher. Yeah, yeah, and my old employer has reached back out to me because since I've left, left my department's gone to shit, and they want me oh. back. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Are you gonna go back? No. Jolly no good. Left for a reason. <laughs> oh, that's. I'm right. gonna have some breakfast. I think you need to have a nap. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Yeah. I've been Arthur. This has been Steve. And apparently that's yeah. about it. Jane's gone. Gone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Sorry, I I ended it. I'm Jane. Goodbye.